Once, not so long ago, people received news from newspapers and devices called radios that progressed from AM to FM, with a person called a disc jockey. Then a small box came into our lives known as the TV that eventually progressed into six stations. Later, we learned six stations wasn't enough when President Reagan was delivering a fireside chat on them all. So cable was born. Social media used to entail neighbors talking over the back fence, ladies gossiping at hair salons, and groups exchanging information at church socials. But a new age is upon us now, and the podcast was born, broadcasting on smartphones, computers, and XM radio. Social media is across multiple platforms with the exchange of information globally at the click of a button, and never before in our history has cross-promoting been made easier. Let us start our cross-promotion segment for Four Guys in a Comic with a special guest bringing you the important news of today. Hello everyone, welcome to the Digital X Trader, that's DXT Podcast. I'm Aaron, Viney78 on all Tops apps and quid. Uh, hi guys, this is Mark. I am uh, Drake underscore Iago on all Tops apps and on quid. I'm Mark b 50 k and salutations, everyone. This is Red. Uh, some of you may recognize me from uh, the Four Guys in a Comic podcast. I am also on All Tops app as Zenoba. And you can find me on Quid. And if you're on Quid, you'll recognize me as Tribble. Yes, anybody listening to this podcast that is on um, Quid will, of course, probably know you very well as Tribble. <laughs> <laughs> you would think so. Yes, I, I mean, it's always nice to have an ambassador around. <laughs> You're the first official ambassador at that. Huh? Y- yes. So, right. I mean, should we call you Ambassador Red, Ambassador <laughs> Tribble? Which uh, way should we go? Uh, that's hilarious. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I, it's so, so funny. I get that all the time. It's like, you're an ambassador? How, how does that work? Are you, do you officially work for Quid? Do you? Are you staff? (laughs) I always give gray answers that don't really answer it. (laughs) Right. So we won't won't put you on the spot, but but suffice it to say you are, um, uh, as we've talked on this podcast several uh, weeks in a row now, um, we, we've given a lot of airtime to talking about quid and, and, mm-hmm. and kind of the tenets and the, and the, the advantages it seems to have over uh, some of the tops apps as well as just the content that we really love from from Star Trek. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, you're you're way into that, but you're you, you also expend a lot into all the different um, channels on quid. Correct. Correct. I actually I, I do have everything that quid has available. I am on all the different channels. And that is just basically the fundamentals of what your podcast is, cross-trading. Because if you don't get into the other channels, you know, it's opportunity is lost. Because as I tell people all the time, I have a standard cut and paste I use on the app. And I let people know, hey, even if there's a channel that you don't like, DC for an example, if you still get the free packs. Because what is your trash is somebody else's treasure. And right. you can cross trade that stuff and get what you want. And that, and it, you know, for anyone who's been listening to the podcast, that's what my mantra has been as well for the past few weeks. And I, I think for the first time since the app has started, I finally have had my first person say to me, "I don't want that base sticker." And uh, so it, even now, after all these weeks, it's. It, you know, I'm still able to trade the base sticker. I've only had my first person say that they don't want, you know, a sticker that they've already had. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it, it's 
it's huge to keep trading those stickers. I love the stickers on Quid. They're great. A lot of people do. I mean, it's a nice little feature they have on there where you can use them on your um, Quid keyboard. Yeah. Yes. I, I, and, and, and speaking of that, Red, you actually had a uh, on your podcast. You actually had an interview with um, Noah from from Quid. Correct. So, so anybody who actually um, is interested in hearing things just on, I mean, at, well. Your your podcast talks about tons of stuff. I mean, you guys yes. have a lot of guest stars and stuff mm-hmm. on there. And um, but but specifically for anybody from a cross trading perspective, definitely check that out and um, listen to the interview with Quid. There's a lot of good information. I I heard that the other day. It was it was really really good interview. So yes. And on top of that, you know, you can check out our interview on Four Guys in a Comic with Neil Clyde. Not only is he a comic book artist, but he also does. Uh, this, a lot of the stuff for the tops apps as well and mm-hmm. production manager and things like that. So we dive into a little bit of that with that as well. Did, did yeah. I, did I hear you correctly on that episode that Neil Clyde was the one that uh, designed the night brother set series? Yes. One? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I remember hearing that too. And I thought that was really, I thought that was really neat. So mm-hmm. it's got a nice clean design. I do like that. So yeah, it, it does. It does. And it's amazing if you really think about it, there's so many different comic book uh, artists out there that um, dive into all of these different card trading apps. And even outside of these apps, I mean, I don't know if you gentlemen have ever played uh, Marvel War of Heroes, but how many comic book artists have did the cards for those as well? Yeah, so uh, I have not played that, but I know that hmm. uh, I know that a lot of the folks in our cross trading group are, were from. Um, from your group, I guess, from when you played Marvel uh, 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 from MOH, right? Is that what it was called? Yeah, Marvel Warrior Heroes. Yeah. So. And yeah, I, I, I won't. I won't lie. I had a really good group. We call ourselves Hydra. <laughs> and we were on the top of the food chain. We were the the alliance that you just couldn't beat in a war in a, in a raid. <laughs> I personally have not played a game, but I was searching for the game and was hoping to play it at some point. But alas, it's gone bye bye. Yeah, alas, uh, yeah. I mean, uh, and plus, uh, all these digital card apps are are taking me by storm. Yeah, I can't. And it's amazing though; these digital card apps are just like just really have hit the ground running. And I always still find it funny, even though I'm on them and I do them. It's just they're still virtual cars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. But I'll say like Topps Bunt, for example, it got me back into collecting the actual physical trading cards. You know, I've been working on the um, 2015, 2016 sets just because of Bunt. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of funny how um, you know the the whole meta game here from a from a, a digital card app. You know, uh, I think starting November. Um, Actually, there's going to be a physical set based off of Star Wars Card Trader. So mm-hmm. a lot of lot of series that have been released here in the Card Trader app that didn't have a physical counterpart are now going yeah. to have a physical counterpart. So you know it's kind of like uh, you know the full circle there. Mm-hmm. So now, do you, are you guys gentlemen uh, aware of where a lot of this top Card Trader stuff originated from? I personally am not. Uh, I mean, I, I know that uh, just from hearing through the grapevine that you know they're, they're taking some pictures off of like the seventy sevens. Mark mm-hmm. Mark has mentioned right. that in the past. Yeah, I'm a little more. I'm, I, yeah, I'm a little more knowledgeable on where the the source material for many of this stuff mm-hmm. comes from. I, I do 
collect a lot of the um, more recent, um, you know, TFA sets and series, the Journey to Force Awakens, which actually produced quite a bit of the uh, of the, the the sets that we're now seeing in the app now. So, well, a little backstory. I want to say it was back in two thousand and five, if my memory serves me correctly. Tops um, was the first to come out with uh, digital cards. It was brand new. They were the first ones to do it, and they created a site. And for life of me, I cannot remember the name of it. To where you can, you know, similar to what you have now in in some ways, you get coins, you you can purchase packs, pull cards, different cards with rarities. Each card is numbered exactly like in Quid. Right. And you can cross trade your cards, football, baseball. Um, They had Allen and Ginter sets, which were really beautiful, and. What was cool about it is it would be X amount of cards. Say maybe one set would have 100, another set would have 50,000. What was different was this. The card that you have, like I say, had that uh, number on it that this was card number 4,783. And for the fee of shipping, they will print that card from you, remove Mm. it digitally, and send you a, a physical copy of that card with that print on the back of it. That's and amazing. It was, and it was beautiful. It was, people loved it, and you can get discounts on shipping. People were you know, getting these printed, selling them on eBay. You can still find them on eBay, actually. Mm-hmm. And you can get, it was so cool because you could trade for a digital card that you can actually get printed and sent to you. So I like that, and they actually are in the so upper deck right now is doing that for their upper deck e packs with mm-hmm. with the NHL hockey. Uh, so you could purchase packs on the internet, and then they get put in your collection, and you can request the physical card sent to you. So I find that really really cool. I like that idea. Um, I've tweeted upper deck and they've mentioned that they're looking to figure out ways where they can take uh, physical cards and turn them into digital cards into your collection. So, you know, hopefully someday that that's the way that, that it'll work because I do have some physical star Wars cards and I think it would be great if I could put that into my physical collection, into my digital yeah. collection, I should say. That would be cool. Yeah. I actually saw an article that uh, they were very early on when star Wars card trader came out. You know, back in March of uh, 2015, I guess it was, um, there was an article where they were interviewing some of the folks, or maybe it was on a, uh, maybe it was on one of the Rebel Force radio, or some, some somebody was 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 talking about it, and they actually asked them about that whole idea of what would these ever become something where you could actually print out the the physical, and and a, and a no answer was not given it was you know obviously tops doesn't ever want to you know shoot themselves in the foot by stating either way whether they do something Mm but i think i think definitely that was in the back of their mind when when they came up with star wars card trader where that might be a possibility i I don't see how it would happen but uh you know at least it it has been yeah so you're saying there's a chance yes there is a chance they just they just have to go back to the formula they used before yeah where individual number Cards yep. and stuff, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, 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 I guess um, you know we talk about a lot of stuff on these on these podcasts, but since we have since we have you read on this, I guess what we should try to do is is talk about some of the uh, the things that you feel you're um, that you're I guess most into right now, 
And mm -hmm. would you say would you say quit is where you're at your most uh, interest in? I guess that you could you, that would be an honest answer. I'm really enjoying the quit over the tops at the moment. Uh, brand new. They've been what three weeks as of uh, our recording today. Uh, I just love a lot of the features. I really enjoy the community. The community for me is one of the big things that's been selling me on it, even though the Friday night of the Freddy crowd is getting a little rough for me. <laughs> yeah. So, so explain that to, to folks that, um, I mean, we've talked about it before. We've talked about how it's, it's, you know, stickers versus cards and stuff and so forth. But the fact is, is that, I mean, there are people on quid who, um, who, stickers is their main game. Yeah, and they don't they don't even want cards. <laughs> no, and and, and, and I've made the argument that that right now Five Nights at Freddy is the most popular channel on Quid. It is. Well, I see I see Quid um, this way: segregated into two groups for the most part. You have your younger group that is into uh, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, and you have a second group. Well, now, now that other, I'm sorry, going that that group is your young kids. It's your teenagers and down. Then you have your adult adults that are into the Star Trek ones that have are Trekkies, love Star Trek, really into it, and it's a totally different mindset. It really is. Five Night Freddy's. These kids are kind of rough. They expect. They oh, something for nothing. <laughs> Not to yeah. sound rude, you know. They think a lot of them think that they're entitled to what you have if you have a lot of it because mm -hmm. you have a lot. Whereas sounds like, like kickers. Yeah, <laughs> but, but yet your Star Trek crowd. You know, like I said, I see a lot of adults and more of your mature audience. They yeah. are, are understanding that hey, you know what? This was my luck of my draw. I spent coins for this. I'm willing to do a fair trade value unless it's something that I really want so badly. I'm going to give you a little extra. Right. And I just really see two segmented groups in there. I'm sure we're going to start seeing a little bit more because we recently came out with uh, Bob's Burgers. And I see they're kind of leaning more towards that audience space, mm -hmm. probably because – kids are a little bit more free flowing with their allowance maybe <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but I, I guess I, I guess but 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 if you really look at it though the folks that are I mean and you know I'm looking at this from a very small um, perspective here but for instance to folks in our in our cross trading group that we have um, or at least our quid trading group you know those are folks that spend they spend money in the app and yeah. they're the folks with the have and they have mm -hmm. all of the multiple copies of of things that these yeah. the younger folks are thinking that they are entitled to, yeah. And so it's it's an interesting dynamic. I definitely see a lot of frustration from a lot of the, the uh, quote unquote old timers, the more mature mm -hmm. folks. On um, you know, they have all of these cards, and there's people asking for them, and there's really not any value going both, both mm -hmm. ways. So, yeah. But I think that's going to change a little bit in the near future. Uh, part of my reasoning based off of that is is. You know, there was a point where Friday Night Freddy people, they had something like 10,000 fans. Mm -hmm. Where Star Trek, we were struggling to get 4,000. And it was so funny because I wake up in the morning and I have a message uh, from Michael from Quid. And he's like, hey, did you drop the podcast yesterday? And I'm like, yes, I did. Why? He's like, overnight, we got over 6,000 fans overnight. 
And I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's just like, all right, so the, my podcast helped out with that. I get a little bit of quid love because of it. Nice. Nice. But if you look at the fan base, it has been building up strong and steadily. Mm-hmm. Now that three weeks have gone by, as time moves and marches on, I think that fan base is going to grow up. More people are going to come in, see what this is about, and really say, oh, wow, this is a pretty good deal. Right. Um, let, me, let, me, let me be part of that. The only thing that I'm worried about is some of these people may say, oh, my gosh, it's already been three weeks. There's no way I'm going to get a ship as a she or some of these other cards. Mm-hmm. But you've got to let them know, hey, you know, uh, second editions will be coming out. Right. Right, and and that's something we actually have been saying on 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 all of our uh, episodes. The fact is that um, Ship is the Sheep really is the only card that really, from a major insert standpoint, is really at, at is at a, uh, a a risk of being sold out. Or in yes. fact, it's only one left, I believe now. Um, or maybe it's sold I, out I completely. I don't I know. I think it's sold out now. I, I was going for a pack that supposedly had all. Of the cards in it, and uh, if you look at the odds, it says that Shippashi is sold out. Okay, is it so I'm, yeah, I'm pulling up myself. So, I was like, I didn't even realize it was sold out. Last time I looked, it was four left. Yeah. Now, as an as an ambassador, the pack. yeah, yeah, you never know. But but Red, as an ambassador, I, you know, one of these things that I think that maybe where you might be able to help quit out is, um, you know, there's a c- couple things on the horizon here. One is. Is is that eventually Quid is going to come to Android? Okay. Yes. Now, once Quid comes to Android, it's going to be a pretty big explosion number of users that that actually hit here, especially from a you know from a Star Trek standpoint. But mm-hmm. um, I think Quid's going to start having a little bit of the growing pains that some of the more well-established IE tops has um, kind of dealt with. Number one. Um, you know, there's not really a way of, of rating traders. There's not really a way mm-hmm. of blocking traders. There's not really a way of, um, uh, I think right now because it's limited to, uh, to iOS devices, there's, there's less of the card farm um, mm-hmm. mentality um, or the secondary market for that matter. Mm-hmm. But once you implement, once you introduce Android, um, you know, you're going to start having some inflation, so to speak, in the amount of users and the amount of cards being pulled. Mm-hmm. So are they, are, do they, have you talked to them about that at all? Okay, yes, uh, we have talked. I will say that, you know, with Android, you can pretty much see a lot of those numbers um, multiplying overnight, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you said, some of the growing pains is not being able to block users, having that rating system, being able to lock cards. Now, the rating system is going to be a little bit more down the road from my understanding. But they haven't given me the exact date, but we will be seeing locked cards as well as blocked users very soon. And I have a gut feeling it's going to be with the update this week. Okay. So, Which, any, any little bit helps, I guess, really. Yeah, it, so. No, really. Really. Yeah. You know, my big, my big thing with that is, is we need it because, you know, being a person that has – all the cards on the app and multiple cards that the young kids want. I ain't get sick and tired of the daily scam <laughs> posts that I get, you know, mm-hmm. offering me one white base for glow. I need to, I need to lock those things. And yeah. that has been a concern for a lot of other people because I talk with uh, Ramada Klon and Jay Dan, you know, we're the top three people on the app and it's the same thing all the time. We're just like, oh, when can we lock these cards? I'm tired of the posts. Right. Um, 
And, uh, now, how, do, how, do, how are people actually sending those trades to you? Because I wonder, because the only way you can really send a trade to somebody is, number one, if they're your friend, which I know you went on a, a rampage in <laughs> adding friends. So pretty much everybody on the app, it seems like, is your friend. But if they weren't, for instance, if you were a normal person that had, like, say, I don't know, 50 friends or something like that, you know, um, could you still get bombarded by trades or would you have to ex- well, open yourself up to, to friends? Okay. Well, I am open to friends. Currently, I do hold the lead. I got 2,634. I'm looking at it right now. Okay. Uh, I like quite... having a lot of friends too. Yes. And having a lot of friends helps make trading easier. Mm-hmm. But let's say if – I want to post something right. for, uh, for for sale. I don't have to be a friend. I could basically, if I post that I got this, uh, I want a triple card. Send triple one for triples. So that's one of my standard posts. Right. If somebody sees that, they just click on there, and they're open to set any trade that they want without having to be my friend. Okay, so that exposes you too. So that, and really, so once yes. you once you you any type of. Uh, post you can mm-hmm. go back and delete your your trade entries right but correct it's, it's almost impossible to find all of them i would guess well, they they do uh get bumped and expire i want to say it's within 48 hours okay 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 so they're not going to be there forever but anything that you're saying that you want or that you would like to get rid of it opens you up to anybody and everybody mm-hmm. yeah i mean when when i put tra- trade posts <laughs> Uh, onto mm-hmm. the message boards, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to the Five Night at Freddy glow, mm-hmm. uh, glow stickers, uh, I get bombarded, mm-hmm. and uh, you know I could have I could have like ten people like doing trades at the same time, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. I, I haven't had as horrible trades as what you've been saying, mm-hmm. Red, uh, but. Uh, definitely this, you know, when I get a glow, I'm, I'm looking for some top tier Star mm-hmm. Trek cards to try and finish some of my sets. Yes. So anyone who gives me only base cards gets an automatic decline. Right. Mm-hmm. So now I'll, I'll typically always have uh, 10 trades going all the time, which is one of the things that kind of frustrates me a little bit with quid is that you can only have a max of tw- uh, 10 trades. If somebody tries to set to you, they can't. They, it, you get the automatic pop-up that their trade uh, thing has reached its limit. Mm-hmm. And I'm always at 10 trades. I would say typically five out of six of those are spam trades for a glow for their worst card that they have in their, in their pile. Right. And I have standard cut and paste. I say thank you, but this is what I'm looking for, or that one is not available. It's my only one. I still try to be polite. It's you know That's just part of you know, trying to keep that friendly community going. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that I get a lot back, more than you would realize, is people responding back to me saying, thank you for being polite. Thank you for letting me know. You know, right. I have, like I say, I have a lot of cut and paste. I let people don't know things. They, they don't know it's impolite to set to your lowest card count. It's considered rude. And I have a post that I let people know that, hey, just so you know, you know, my post says something like, it is considered impolite to set to a person's uh, lowest card count. Would you like to adjust this trade? Blah, 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 blah. I mean, I had one guy right. I got into conversation with last night. He's like, oh, my gosh, thank you so much for your help and everything. You know, I don't know what a glow really is worth. I know my daughter wants one, and somebody told her that she should um, go kill herself. And I was just like, what? Yeah, he's like, and he's like, I, I, my daughter and I get that a lot when we, whenever we offer for glows. He's like, you know, and I just explained to him the values and card counts and how things mm-hmm. work because a lot of these people are really new to it. They have never done 
uh, card trading um, digitally before. Right. No, that's why we needed to get them to listen to these podcasts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I definitely think there's there's probably room um, on on a lot of different podcasts, and we all probably should try to to try to keep the etiquette. Um, you know, try to give folks tips on 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 etiquette for trading and and stuff. Um, it, it is it is a little bit of a uh, an art form, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But there's some just some basic stuff that that folks just need to know that a lot of I guess new folks just don't really even realize. And I think that uh, I, I, it just seems like the mentality of a lot of folks these days, especially the younger folks, is is mm-hmm. you know, hey, I'm I'm on the internet and there's really nothing you can do about me, so I'm just going to tell you what's on my mind, yeah. which kind of turns into a little uh, you know difficulties. Mm-hmm. It does. It does. And that's why, like I said, I keep cut and paste. I, I, I'm a cut and paste crazy. I have a whole file of these things on line app. You know, somebody sends me, you know, I, I get the begging offers all the time. I see you have 14 copies of this glow and I don't have any. Can you please, please give me one with the little stickers and praying hands and all this stuff. And, <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm sorry. It's not available. Uh, what I look through my stuff to see if there's something else you have. Mm-hmm. And typically, even though I get these spam offers, I can still walk away with at least a couple white base cards. <laughs> right, which is what you're hoarding. You're hoarding and trying to get a thousand of each base. Card, yes, right? that is correct. A thousand yeah. of each. I'm yeah. roughly at about four hundred of each right now. Wow. So, so you know, we we talked about the sticker folks, and we talked about uh, the card folks, which are the Star Trek people. But that's actually not true anymore because, as as you alluded to earlier, Red, um, a new channel came out this week, Bob's mm-hmm. Burgers. Um, it's, you know, the cartoon show, an animated mm-hmm. show on Fox, and they actually released a card sets. So, so yeah. now there's actually two channels. Two channels mm-hmm. actually have real, what you would call formal trading cards. Mm-hmm. So that's an interesting to see where that one kind of sits because it's, you know, it's the card. It's not really emoticons, but it's more mm-hmm. cards, but it's not Star Trek. So it's something different. And I think by, if you look at the number of cars that have not sold, I think it's dead. <laughs> oh, it's so just, you're thinking it's just not it's not it's not flying off the shelves right now. I, I really don't. I don't think. I mean, I couldn't give a Bob's Burger card away to save my life. I well, mean, you know, I, it's a little. I think it's a little obscure to be something that they would think that just takes off. I mean, just from yeah. my opinion. I mean, if they were going to do another, uh, I don't know. There was there was plenty of other things I think they could have done that probably would have maybe taken off a little more. Mm-hmm. Something that's a little more, I guess, connected to. Something that they already know they have a user base for. To assume that people that follow Star Trek or follow Five Nights at Freddy's, you know, follow Bob's Burgers is, you know, it was taking a chance, I think. It was. I mean, <laughs> I, would, I would rather have seen The Simpsons or Futurama or oh, something that, like that. Yeah, that yeah right, been, right. That yeah, would have been I mean, a home run, Simpsons. That would yeah, right. Yeah. But, but I like think it, they were probably going for a less expensive uh franchise i would guess yeah i guess license but you know they they have the they have the licensing for everything funko which, that's true which opens up a lot of stuff they can do star wars they can mm-hmm. do marvel they can do walking dead you know they could take over so much of the top stuff easily yeah mm-hmm. yeah well at least from a from, from an emoticon standpoint right mm-hmm. which is probably a niche that uh, that uh, you know i don't think tops will ever try to hit so, um, yeah, yeah, there's definitely a lot of room that they could do in there. But I, from what your interview showed, the, the, you know, Bob's Burgers isn't the last foray they're going to make into expanding no. out the app. So no. um, expect to see a lot more things available. But for, for folks listening to this podcast, at least most of the folks listening to our podcast who are primarily like, 
tops guys who may be developed dabbling into quid, you still have the very, very content heavy Star Trek that has plenty of sets and plenty mm-hmm. of content for people to get into. Oh, and it's just it's just it's just like Star Wars. There's just almost no end to it, really. Right. And in many ways, in my personal feelings is there's actually more available in the Star Trek universe than there's in the Star Wars universe right now. Well, I mean, you have a couple, you have a new movie coming out, which, but I don't know whether or not, it doesn't seem like they have the Paramount. Um, oh, no, uh, they, I, I've talked with them offside. They, they're, they can do all that stuff. The okay. Only thing, the the hmm, only thing that they cannot dabble in is the comic book um, stuff because of uh, copyrights with writers and artists. Okay. Okay. Artists, artists in particular, obviously. So well, that I'm, I'm really fault. surprised. Then I'm actually surprised. Then we haven't seen anything from the end of the new Star Trek movies. Then no, I think there might Not be yet. waiting for release date. I bet. I bet Maybe. that's that's my feeling. But mm. you know, you have what 14, 15 movies. You yeah. have uh, all these different TV shows, cartoons. Mm-hmm. There is a huge, huge world of stuff they can get into. I mean, they can be releasing a new car set every day if they wanted to. Right. So what's your favorite uh, – they asked you this before uh, yeah. on the other podcast, but for our podcast, what's your favorite uh, set in Star Star Trek? Mm. Well, I mentioned this before. My favorite set has probably uh, Kirk's uh, Guide to Love. I just like that old vintage-ish type of look to it. Okay. I agree. But, I, but, I, but now that they came out with the zoo set, I do like the zoo set. <laughs> you know, I, I, it's nice to see the cartoon stuff in there. Yeah, and, uh, I, I just wish that the – my only wish for the zoo set was that maybe the pictures be a little larger mm-hmm. because right now there's like a lot of dead space on the card. So it's, there, there, you is, know, there is. So, uh, but, I, was, uh, I was just happy that they had the dog in the outfit that was supposed to be some sort of unique uh, yes. alien animal. Yes. I actually was watching that episode the other night, and I was like, oh, look, it's a dog dressed up in an outfit. (laughs) And it's amazing how many dogs are in that set if you really look at it. Yeah, I know, right? But, of course, my favorite card on that set is a Tribbles card. Oh, yeah. Of course, of course. Yes, yes. And I've been diligently plugging away at trying to get every copy that I can from people. (laughs) Leave one for me. I'm not sure I actually have that guy. Uh, those are, the, I think, the, the zoo and the uh, um, original series stickers are the ones I still have not completed. But you completed every single set, right? Yes, I have everything that's on the app. But like the, like the triple card, they've they've dropped 1,500 of them. I have 109 of them, so I got a wow. nice little percent. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So so just so people listening, I mean, uh, Red, he doesn't really go half at anything um from anything that i've seen him in before <laughs> no. before quit even came out um i he was in a room with this uh I, I originally saw him in this other room prior to even the room that we have now where he was into a uh, bunt and doing yes. a lot of bunt cross trading then he came over to our room and he basically you know he was a vip in bunt uh definitely <laughs> was was picking up a lot of cards there and then yeah. you know then walking dead came out and you mm-hmm. were into that which maybe yep. Yeah, if there's nothing else, is there anything else we want to talk about in Quid or we want to start talking about Walking Dead? What no, do we can talk about Walking Dead. That's cool with me. Yeah, so, um, so uh, you know, Walking Dead obviously is, is, is the new kid on the block, or actually not. There's one more new kid on the block for Tops and UFC, which I don't know how much we're going to talk about that yet. I really don't think it's mature enough to really talk about it too much. But uh, so let, let's talk about Walking Dead. Uh, what's your 
you know, what do you do in Walking Dead, um, Red? Uh, what, what, you, what do you specialize in? Are you a hoarder? What? Well, Walking Dead, oh, my goodness. When it came out, I had everything to, to start off with. I mean, I was getting all the inserts, all the, the rewards from it. I was going to town for uh, working on Black Base set. <laughs> and I don't know if you guys remember, but they put out a post one day saying the first uh, – 20 people that complete the black base set will get a special black base award. Right. And the first five people to complete the, uh, what was it again? Um, purple. Yeah. Purple. Right. Yeah, the mm-hmm. purple. Well, you know, the first five will get an award. I'm like, okay. I mean, I put that thing together within two days. Wow. I had it done and I was like, whew, I know I'm one of the first 20 and I emailed them, you know, about a week later and just like, Hey, what's going on? When can we see the rewards for this? They're like, Oh, we'll get back to you. Month went by, emailed them again, and basically they said that they're not going to be doing it. Oh wow! Yeah, that, and, that, that, uh, uh. and I, I, I and I'm going to tell you that that day is the day that I actually stopped uh, doing too much on The Walking Dead. They 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 lost mm-hmm. me. They truly yeah. lost me because they couldn't fulfill their promise that they made. And, and I, you know, honestly, I think. Um, it's it's amazing to watch Walking Dead as a microcosm of of just really Star Wars even um, in the fact that you know they blew up very fast they Overnight. started they started um, putting so much content out they uh, made a lot of promises you know they had a person that was out on Twitter being very engaging and then mm-hmm. what happens well. They, they I made think they, money. Right. They made money and then they lost sight on what I think what the important thing is, which is, mm-hmm. cust, you know, an actual customer. customer experience. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they started losing track on QA. I mean, you, I mean, just in the last two weeks in, in Walking Dead, they have had so many errors mm-hmm. of just silly stuff that anybody who goes through a simple run book of every time you release a card set, this is what you do. Step A, step B, step C. They mess it up. And it's 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 gotta be because mm-hmm. they're just too distracted with either putting out new content or something Making else. Making money. Yeah. See now that's and I kinda of circling back to what you said, you know, they've really started off strong, started off well. They were um, engaging into the people and they it made it fun. But then they, to me, it's like, oh, wow, we are making a killing. Let's start putting out two sets, three sets every day. Mm-hmm. Let's start just flooding the market. And that's what they did. They put so much stuff out that it made it impossible for OCD people like myself to be able to get everything. Right. And, and that's – I'm going to circle back again to Quid because that's what I like about Quid right now is you have Quid representatives engaged in all the channels and all the chat rooms all the time. They will read every single post that's on there. They do that. And you have Quid Market. You have Quid Noah. You have Michael. You have Q. You have all these other ones that you don't even know who they are. <laughs> right. Um, and, they, and they respond back to you. They say, oh, hey, well, let me give you the answer to that. Or, hey, you know, you need to stop that post. Or, hey, you know, you guys, let's time out. And that goes back into the community again where the Walking Dead community is just basically to me, Thompson saying, hey, we just want your money. Yeah, I mean, well, what they proved, I mean, we talked about the very first week they came out, just the, the strategy by which they released their marathons was quite crazy. Um, but and they tailed and they tailed back on that. You know, they realized they they whatever they were promised or they were trying to charge too much and they brought it back. 
and now they're slowly starting to ring it back out again. The, the odds yeah. are going up. The odds are growing mm-hmm. up on Chop and Vintage. Both of them went up to one out of uh, forty. Yeah, right? I think it was one out of forty this mm-hmm. week. Actually, this this was the week where I decided that after it went up to one out of forty, them bowing out of continuing on with them. Yeah. Uh, well, it's like what was that well, one of the first uh, set? One of the first sets that came out. Um, uh, brother set. Right. Right. And brother you know, you had, you had one out of ten. Really, a card that's one out of ten. In 5K packs, yeah, for a 1,000-count, a 1,000-count oh. card, uh, well, there's three variants, right? The <laughs> mm-hmm. largest was a 1,000, and it was 1 out of 10 in 5K packs. It was amazing. Yeah, and, I mean, I was lucky. I pulled one of those 1 out of 10s. I, I don't know how I did it, but I got one. But it was wonderful to get it, but the same token, you can't get the reward unless you get all eight 1 out of 10s. Right, right. And it was just like, really, guys? <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, now that's, you know, I mean, obviously we're used to that kind of stuff with the, with the you know, how, how hard they make it. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So, I mean, I, uh, so, so Aaron, <laughs> go back to what you were just saying. Are you saying that you're now, what did you mean by once it got to 140, you're now bowing out? What does that mean? So, I mean, there was some level of, of being able to get like a chop when it was like one in 15 or when it was mm-hmm. one in 25. But now that it's going up to one in forty, you know it, that's mm-hmm. you know that's starting to become very difficult for someone like me to to religiously try and go for. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm still going to take some packs on it, but in terms of me expecting myself to finish the set at, at one in forty, you know mm-hmm. my expectations of what I'm going to be able to accomplish has has dropped uh, because you know one in forty that means that the averages that you're going to be what you have to spend. I mean, there's 7,500 uh, packs, right? So, yeah. So 40 times 7,500. You know, that's 300,000 credits that you need to spend. Mm-hmm. So it's now a, a 12-day card. I'm not planning to cross trade for chops and for chops and vintages and stuff like mm-hmm. that. If anything, yeah. if I get lucky and hit on one, um, I'm going to start you know cross trading for Star Wars. But um, yeah. you know, basically, I'm putting everything that I have on Walking Dead up for trade. Uh, and even yeah. the, the, the chops and vintages actually were still in packs as of yesterday. So I mean, they lasted like four days or. or three Which is days. unusual because before they used to sell out within that you know, day, what, yeah, for twelve hours or less. Yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but you no, know, my so, spin on it is, that, you know, the chops came out. You know, Rick Chop was the very first insert to come out, and people that first day they're thinking, "Oh my God, this is the new." Han Vintage, I'm going to be able to pull a Rick and I'm going to be able to, you know, retire. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> and that's, that's the feeling that I got. And because people now started thinking that these chops are going to be the biggest, greatest thing investment-wise, it's started creating this persona that, oh, I have to have a chop because everybody else has to have a chop. And it, to me, there's better cards that lower card count values that would make better investment purposes. Right. Right. Yeah. So I mean, I, I I'm the same way. Well, well, I I only collect two uh, uh, sets in um uh, in and I have been from since the beginning. I've had a very very sound strategy where I've only collected vintage and chops, and I continue to do that. I had some extra Rick chops, and I had some extra Glenn vintages, and and this last week, I if you remember on the last call, I I'd gotten rid of all of my dupes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was ready just to only collect one each, but then I got a Glenn Vintage, and I ended up trading that off again for Star Wars. So I've now transitioned completely back into Star Wars, where I still am trying to collect the, uh, you know, Chop and Vintage each week. But, 
but I'm not trying to collect any dupes and I'm not, and I'm not really trying to, 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 to amass any more um, value in, in walking mm-hmm. dead. So. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I have so many great inserts in mind. I'm actually been considering moving my stuff just to green base cards and work on getting the purple stuff. And I mean, <laughs> I mean no, really, because for you, for your challenges, because it's a challenge. That's what yeah, you see is the biggest it, challenge. Yeah. And that's, to me, that's more fun. You know, mm-hmm. right now I, I have roughly two blacks for every card. So I'm not too far, you know, I'm about almost halfway there. And I mean, I could easily convert the stuff over. It's just time consuming. The time that you could spend on this stuff is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's that's what these apps do. They give you uh, plenty of things for procrastinating. Mm-hmm. It's, it's almost like, uh, you know, you can keep going and going and going, trying to, trying to enjoy what's going on in these apps. But uh, one thing that I haven't started doing is definitely uh, melding any greens for anything on Walking Dead. If anything, I'm trading my greens away. Yeah, I I, I, I decided that, I'm, I mean, I don't even feel like I need to um, finish my red base, you know, that kind of thing. So I, I'm definitely treating Walking Dead definitely as a um, purely another app that I use to try to trade for Star Wars other than, since I started those those marathons, I decided to keep on them. But, um, you know, that's an interesting thing you brought up, uh, Red, about the, you know, um, you know what, what, what's hard or easy to do. And I guess the, uh, I guess a question that I would have would be, um, so at this point, you've already decided to start skipping new sets that, that pop out, right? So, Correct. Yes. Okay. So, um, so the question is, do, do you guys see – do you guys see a migration? I mean, we're talking about it. Do you see there's also a migration of other folks leaving the app? Um, I mean, what do you think is the future for, for Walking Dead? Well, I, th- I think that's, that's a trick question because I do see a lot of people leaving, I, I, a lot of people jumping ship. But I think as some of those people are leaving, we're still going to be getting new people coming in. I think mm-hmm. it's kind of maintain- where it's at now is where it's going to be maintaining that. I don't think it's going to get any bigger. I don't think it's going to get any smaller. I think okay. where it's at is where it's going to stay because I hear it all the time. I'm leaving. I'm quitting. I'm, hey, do you want my cards? Take them all. Right. You know, I'm going to Star Wars. I'm going to Star Trek. And of course, those seem to be the only two things that people really care about, in my opinion, anymore is the Star Wars or the Star Trek. Mm-hmm. I mean, even there's not a big kick fan base that I've noticed. I mean, I could be wrong. You guys might be no better than I do, but. Well, I mean, there's large bases, right? But it's just like yeah. how, um, you know, to me, I think kick, 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 kick has always been a um, sort of on its own. I think yeah. the fan base, the fan base of kick is so, um, I guess, differentiated than the fan base from, say, Star Wars and Huddle and Bunt, for instance. I mean, a lot of people who like Bunt like Huddle. Because yeah. they're both American sports, and mm-hmm. and both and both those folks probably like Star Wars because it's a major yeah. American, you know, mm-hmm. pop culture kind of thing. So yeah. there's a lot of things that keep kind of keep a lot of those apps together, um, but that separates Kick. Now, one mm-hmm. thing I have seen is that I've seen a lot of Kick guys really like UFC because yeah. UFC is a very international kind of game. Yes. Yeah. So um, that. That clientele is – and that might be what Tops is looking for is trying to keep that clientele that's in the kick side, giving them another outlet they can spend their money on. But if, kick, but if Tops doesn't change the way they do business soon, I really think that a lot of people are going to shift to quid 
or to Upper Deck or whatever other um, trading card app that there's going to be because they just got to stop treating this as a cash cow and ignoring their fan base. Yeah, and, and, and I think when we get to the talk about the Star Wars, the new marathons, I think a lot of this discussion will kind of come to a head. There's a lot of thoughts in the app. There's a lot of unhappy people with um, – you know, with with every person that's excited about the fact that there's new marathons, there's a person that's that's lamenting the end of the free to pay play or just the um, the obvious um, way that Tops is going about trying to get people's money. So yeah, yeah and it just so, seems like that's all they're after right now is just money. <laughs> yeah, I understand it, that's a part of any business, but you can't ignore the people. You just can't do it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's just like vision, right? Is this, do I have a long vision of this, or do I have a short vision of this? And it seems that, in many of the times, that when Tops has to decide between, um, you know, let me get try to get an extra five percent in this quarter versus let me try to get an extra five percent throughout the rest of the whole year, they'll mm-hmm. they'll choose, let me get an extra five percent this quarter. So, exactly. And and it's, and, it's, and and we see it. We're we're not dumb. We we see what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, yeah, yep. But kind of the one thing I'm going to go kind of go back with quit again is I, you know, it's all in-house trading too. Unlike tops, if they were to merge everything together, it would make a whole new story. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think it would make things. Uh, I mean, from 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 our perspective, it would make our job a lot easier um, because I think um, in many respects, what the purpose of our podcast is trying to educate. Primarily Star Wars guys, but really anybody on how do you differentiate and how do you compare apps between apps and, and how do you mm-hmm. safely navigate it? If you put it all in one app, of course, then then the market will adjust and the market will actually teach um, equality and value across apps because mm-hmm. you can only have so many coins to spend and I got to choose it on something. Yeah. So, um, so, so, um, yeah, so Quit I think definitely is has a lot of good stuff about it that I think that uh, you know Red and I have, have kind of talked about, and I definitely recommend anybody who's still on the fence definitely get in it, um, check it out. I think the content's great, and the the attention that the developers have with the community is really cool. It is. So, um, so, and we talked a little about Walking Dead. Um, Let's see. Uh, Aaron, are you still with us? I am still here. Okay. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, we, we no, started kind of late, and I apologize <laughs> for that. But uh, I guess we can talk about, um, you know, I think that's going to be something that's paramount in a lot of folks' minds is is this this last week um, they started the new marathons. So maybe what we can do is kind of go over each of the marathons, get thoughts on it. I really don't know, Red, how much you're getting into the Star Wars stuff, but just because it seems like you're an alpha kind of trader, you probably yeah. have some knowledge on it. <laughs> I mean, I so, do collect the daily coins, and I was actually pleasantly surprised. I was you know, talking earlier. I had decided to burn out the 200,000 coins that I've been collecting the last few weeks mm-hmm. and <laughs> pull a bunch of these autograph cards. I didn't even know until uh, you're telling me today that uh, I can merge them together into a triple autograph card. That's right. If yes. You, if yeah. You, if you get that third one, meld that baby into triple sig. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah, yeah. It sounds like Red. You need to listen to our podcast. We talked about those those sigs before. So yeah, um, it's funny. Uh, those those 
those Navy SIGs, which you're talking about, right? Yes. They're really cool. They're, I mean, it, and, and it's funny that, that it, it just shows that there's uh, something for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Um, even though I lament SIGs and I lament uh, relics, I don't really like them that much. Um, but uh, it's good to see that someone who's just kind of viewing the, 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 the app from as not really a primarily Star Wars guy, that's what you decide to drop your coins on, and that's cool. Mm-hmm. So, um, so, yeah, so I guess they're not tradable, but if you find all three, you can meld them into the triple SIG, which is which should be a pretty rare card. So mm-hmm. definitely good luck on that. But uh, have you been dabbling in any of the, the marathons? Not too much. Like I said, I've been basically hoarding my coins. I didn't want to put any money into it or anything like that. I just want to right. just hoard the coins that I got, and when something cool comes out, and I saw that today, it's like, oh, I like autographs. I think I'm going to try, <laughs> you know, and I got lucky and I'm happy that I did, even though I can't trade them or anything. It's just, I like to look at it. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. So, uh, yeah, so, six two. so, so yeah, Aaron's, a, Aaron's six, another SIG guy. Six, so, six, um, yeah. <laughs> but in terms of Navy, you have to be careful with Navy. I, I was mentioning to red earlier that, you know, the, the, the Navy SIGs, you know, I'm at the point now where if I see those offered on a cross trade, I, I'm really turning away from them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I almost feel that some of the cross traders feel that just because they have a Navy SIG that, uh, that you know, a trader should automatically want it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it's, it's the least desirable SIG, at least from what I'm experiencing mm-hmm. when trading. So, you know, you have to be careful. If, if you're going to go for those Navy SIGs, you're going to want to definitely go with the intent of trying to meld into the triple SIG because mm-hmm. the triple SIG is, is going to be the, the, you know, best way to, uh, to, you know, get value for those cards. Yes. Right. And, and, and like I said, I love the SIGs. I'm sure sooner or later we're going to start seeing those on The Walking Dead as well as on Quid. Yeah, it makes sense, right? I mean, it would it would make sense that in all the digital apps they they decide to start you know doing that, and um, which it really was a at first a sport app kind of thing, and 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 Star Wars kind of was a Johnny come lately with it. So um, so yeah, so it's it's interesting to see that. So so from a marathon perspective, which is the big news in in Star Wars this week, we had um, on our last episode uh, we had just seen the first set release, which was droids. And um, droids is uh, we talked about it. It's a you know it's a pretty neat looking card. Um, there's some you know question over how I mean how good of a set is it going to be if you're collecting droids. But just today they released a second card in the set, which is the the gonk droid. So I know that there is uh, you know there's a a love for that for that uh, for that droid. So I think that was a good choice for them to do in a number two to kind of follow up the number one um, with a with a popular kind of droid. But um, as anybody, uh, Aaron, are you chasing droids? You know what? At, at this point with marathons, I am trying to go for every single one of them except for medallions. Are you are you seriously? You're seriously going to try to go for all the marathons? Well, except, wow. for, med- except for medallions. I, I, I have uh, big hopes. I, I think when it comes down to it, I'm probably going to be dropping off in prime. But, uh, I mean, wide vision is a yes. Droids okay. is a yes, um, and evolutions is a yes. Creatures oh. is only if things work out right. But you know, I, I think it. Hopefully, I mean, I, I'm hoping that as I keep trading, that these that people aren't going to like think that they're going to get a lot of uh, great cards for for the creature set. Right. Um, it's probably the the least favorite uh, marathon that is out there. 
you know, in my opinion. Uh, or or maybe, maybe maybe fan choice might be after this week. So so let's talk about these guys. So, <laughs> yeah. so, so, I, I, like, so I like fan choice. I actually like fan yeah. choice. I, I didn't like that I just mistakenly spent 15,000 credits uh, to, to, to figure out that what fan choice is all about. But but uh, I think the end result is now that I know what it is, I, I don't think it's all that horrible. Um, but I guess we can we can go through everything. I'm, I, I'm sure, just like usual, we'll have some conflicting opinions, which is always right. a good thing. So, yeah, so droids is 3,500. So none of these – first of all, none of these marathons are, are, are um, high count anymore. We used to have um, – we had uh, Friday quotes, which is black and white. We had a 5,000 count card. We had a 4,000 making up Monday card. Well, the highest one is 3,500, and that's mm-hmm. droids, and it's a 1 in 10 in the red base expansion pack, which is how we'll try to evaluate it, which is a 15,000 – K pack, so we're talking 150k to, to pull this thing. So that's a six day card, and right. they stayed and they stayed consistent for uh, week one and week two. So it looks like consistently it's going to be probably a six day card. So that's not bad. I mean, it's it's collectible. It, it's doable. Um, so then they had evolutions, which I believe they kept the same. Um, this one, one, one in fifteen for the evolution. Okay, mm-hmm. so they raised it up a little bit. And um, it's uh, it's three thousand cards. So now they went a little little more rare. One in fifteen. So now one in fifteen, of course, is uh, you know one and a half times as 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 hard to to, to pull as the as droids. So that makes it a nine day um, set or nine mm-hmm. day card. So now you're starting to get into okay. Let's see if, I, if I'm a one, if I'm a free to play player, and I and uh, I only collect seven or eight days worth of credits each week then i can maybe pull droids each week but uh i don't think i'm going to be able to pull droids and evolutions so i might have to choose between yeah. those two um so then we had uh, you know <laughs> we were kind of worrying what's going to happen next and thursday dropped and people were expecting vintage to come out so mm-hmm. what they they sort of did drop vintage but the, but not really vintage um they dropped the which is probably the king of the the marathons now they dropped prime Mm-hmm. They started with a so. Don't you, Aaron? Don't, what, what's your thoughts? What's your thoughts on Prime, Aaron? Well, well first, I, th- I feel as if we should give a moment of silence for Vintage. Oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, really? Maybe we should have like we should be playing Taps or something like that. Yeah, especially for me. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> for you. Hey, you, I'm you still. Just, I'm still collecting vintages. I collected three more Series One vintages today, so I'm still collecting Ooh, nice. them. For, um, but for Mark, he's just gonna get the tops, the tops uh, horn where it just goes. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah. So, so it's funny though. It's funny, right? I mean, what did I talk about last week when, when we were talking about the end of um, the marathon? And I was how I was disappointed with vintage and the fact that we went through 30 weeks, 60 weeks with multiple awards, and I never saw one. At at yep. So here comes Prime the next day, and with an at at picture. And I was confused at first. I looked at the card and I said, "Well, first of all, it's got the blue classic tops look to it, so that's mm-hmm. awesome." Number one, it's got a very kitschy kind of vintage look to it, but the picture on it has the at ats. And I, but you could tell it's not like a movie still. It's like a it looks like almost like an illustration. Well, yeah. come to find out, it actually was a 1980 Empire Strikes Back Series 2, I think, card that had that exact picture on it. And so they took it off it. So in other words, what it looks like to me is at the very minimum, they're kind of following what they did with Vintage 
in the fact that they took an actual old card and took the picture off of it and put it on here, except they didn't add a filter. It doesn't look goofy and it's not ultra zoomed in. So all those are improvements in my book. I agree. I mean, this when I saw that that first Prime card, I, I was like, I was like, whoa! I was like, gotta get that card, and yeah. so did everyone else. And I was because, actually, the, I was actually the first tweet that put it on there. I sent it to SWCT info with a hmm on it when I saw it coming soon. And then when I really got crazy it was when I saw that the count, the count was only seventeen fifty. Yeah. Yeah. So that is. Okay, so I mean that's the lowest marathon, main marathon they've released in a long time. I mean that smells like old S one vintage kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, it does. Yeah. You know, so now, but the odds are one in thirty five. Okay, so wow, one in thirty five. So this is a big card. This is a twenty one day card. Well, that's one in thirty five for the first six hours. Yes, and then it goes to one in seventy five. From, right. So now, I mean, now the question is, is, you know, the way I look at it is who I guess I'm trying to understand. And maybe you guys can help me. Who would go who would wait after the six hours to start pulling from the other red pack to get the one in 75? It just doesn't seem to make any sense not to go for the 135 uh, during six hours. Well, you can't you, you if you if that was your if that was your game plan during the first week. Uh, number one marathons, that was not a good strategy. No. Well, because of the what? The Topps Classic, too, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, not, not only because of the Topps Classic, but, I mean, you know, Wide Vision and Prime pretty much sold out in the six hours. So if you were Oh, oh, wait, oh. Oh, right, right. In other words, you're saying that if your strategy was wait till it gets into the, the 7,500 pack, yeah. then, yeah, you're right. That wasn't a very good strategy because that, you would have lost out on both. Prime and wide vision. Right. Well, you got to think the first six hours, you know, time zones, you know, people yeah. maybe have, you know, missed out on it from work, sleep, you know, whatever part of the world they're in. Yeah. Sucks for them. But, but, but see, the yeah. thing is, is, but the, but the thing is after the six hours, it's not that you, um, it's still, it's still in the, um, the original pack. Mm-hmm. So you can always, you can pull it from that original 15 K pack until it ends. Yeah. So, um, and one in seventy-five still isn't that bad of an odds. Well, I've, I've um, seen worse. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, in in some of the sports apps, you know, for the relics and the sigs, one in seventy-five is nothing. But it, it is from a seventy-five hundred pack. So for Star Wars guys, one in seventy-five is basically equivalent to one. Uh, I think one ten, one out of one ten in the five K pack, something around there. Yeah. I don't know what seventy-five yeah. times one point five is, but um, yeah, so. Um, so that was Prime, and Prime went pretty quickly, and it's and it's on the secondary market, it's way high. So I've tried everything I could to get as many Primes as I could. I had a bunch of um, cross traders who owe me coins um, from some of the old weeks prior to that, and I just kept telling them, hold on, just wait until the new vintage comes out. Well, the new vintage didn't come out, but this did. So I told them, go, 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 go. And I was able to, I didn't pull one from packs because I spent way over 35 packs. I probably spent 70 packs in um, the the 15K and I didn't hit it, but I still picked up six through cross trades. Wow. So, nice. so uh, yeah. Still got so some left? Oh no. Yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not trading them. 
See, I, I don't. I, I never got one, and I've been say, keep saying, "Oh yeah, I got all this stuff on tops, bunt, kick, huddle, everything." I, I need to get start training for one. I haven't gotten to it yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I mean, it, I, I don't see a whole bunch of people moving them, honestly. So, which is which for seventeen fifty, and and I guess the big moment of truth is going to come on this Thursday, because my go, my theory is is that it's going to go one of two ways. One is is if they pick a really terrible image. Who knows what's going to happen to the value of this card for the second card? But if they go higher count, this count, this card is going to go way up in value. Yeah, even more higher, even higher than it is now. So, so prime is 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 obviously something a lot of people are chasing. So, so what happened the next day? Um, what was it? Creatures? I think it, yeah, Friday was the creatures. I think. The the forgotten the forgotten marathon. It was the first marathon to not sell out after the twenty four hours. And um, well, we, we skipped over evolutions that was on Wednesday. Oh, oh yeah. Well, no, we talked. Well, we did talk about it a little bit. But yeah. um, what are your thoughts on evolution? You liked it, right? I, I, I kind of like. I kind of like it too. I did. I, and I, you know, I saw. You know, there were some people that I, I was reading that was complaining about how how it looked, and I, I think the card looks very good and looks perfectly fine. Um, I mean, I mean, it's a little simplistic. I mean, if you compared it to, for instance. Um, Connections, which is probably its closest analog, right? right. Uh, I mean, connections. I mean, honestly, the design in connections is a lot, lot tighter and cleaner than than evolutions, don't you think? I didn't have a problem with the evolutions design really at all. I mean, I don't, I don't really know what what people are looking for for them to add to the card. I mean, I, I saw. Well, there's a lot of empty space. There's a lot of empty space. But, the, but, the fonts kind of blah. But I sometimes mean, just, having the empty space makes it look cleaner. True, true. I mean, true. it's yeah. it's not a terrible looking card. I don't think so. I mean, I think it's something that that if I had no limits to the amount of coins I could collect, um, I you know I would maybe go for it. I think I'm probably I decided to go for the first one, but I'm probably not going to chase that guy. Hmm. I mean, I I think I'm going to keep going on it. Um, for me, I, I usually have to play things by ear based on, yeah. on what I hit and what I don't hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the card is nice enough to me, and the first card was interesting enough to me to warrant for me to want to keep going. But I mean, if if you know, I guess it's the same thing with Prime. If all of a sudden they have a stinker, <laughs> then all of a sudden, then all of a sudden right. it's like, oh, all the excitement's gone. So they have to, they have That's to, keep, true. they have to keep uh, raising, you know, the bar. I mean, hopefully, you know, Evolutions this week won't be another hand Solo card, and hopefully Prime will be uh, another good uh, another good uh, picture. There's yeah. still so many things for them to choose from. Uh, so, yeah. I think so, then so, again, yes. it could be a bad picture. It tanks, and then the third one will be, wow, and everybody will be like, oh, I didn't get the second one. I know. Yeah, exactly. So, I, yeah, you're right. I mean, I mean, and, and and I guess from marathons, I think we've kind of taught each other or taught ourselves to kind of um, you can't you can't go too high with the highs and too lows with the lows with a marathon because you do realize that I mean, no matter whether you like the card or not, if you're going to chase a marathon, you got to get it anyways. Yeah, so. I mean, and I and I should mention that beyond like uh, cross training with our our, our group uh, on the line app. Uh, I could tell you that cross traders that are not part of a group are locking those babies up. They are not cross trading them. So, you, which ones you're talking about? Any pro, of the marathons? Yeah, prime. Like every mm-hmm. single cross trader that I've, that I've come across that have those cards, they have a, a lock on it. Yeah. 
No, I, I agree. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, random people. I mean, we have even in our group, we have guys who aren't even Star Wars guys who are locking up their primes just because they caught it. And they're like, hey, I'm thinking I might give this a go. And I'm just looking at them going, uh, you, you, welcome to Star Wars if you try trying to chase that. Because, I mean, you're going to start yeah. feeling the pain that a Star Wars guy feels every week trying to chase these guys. Yeah, and, uh, I, had one, I had one trader that was, was uh, tweeting me that somehow miraculously was able to trade a 65 on bunt straight up for a wide vision ray yeah so let's talk about wide vision oh well before we talk about wide vision ray which was which was i think the coup de gras of the week right yeah um the uh so between prime we had on friday we had creatures which everyone was thinking what's going to happen with this one so i think creatures has uh approximately the same kind of odds and stuff as uh droids and um and it uh, it did not sell out after 24 hours. So we were all thinking, well, what's this mean? They say it's limited to some certain card count, but it's but it's only limited for 24 hours. So what's going to happen? Well, it just went away. We didn't really know. It ended up popping up again on Sunday, which we'll talk about in a little bit. So Saturday comes and everybody's like going, okay, what's next? What's going to happen? And they dropped Wide Vision. But they didn't just drop Wide Vision. They dropped TFA wide vision so these are going to be 30 cards from the force awakens and they picked the very first card to be a ray shot that no one's seen before at least in the app coming up the steps and it's a fantastic looking card and it is vying i think for i mean i think everyone who says eh, i'm not going to do prime because it's too costly is still saying they're going for wide vision mm-hmm. would you agree yeah i mean i don't think there's anyone who's not going for wide vision unless they don't have the card and it was a 2,500 count. So that means all the people that liked wide vision going through, you know, stage one and stage two now have a 2,500 to start the, the, the thing, which is that's the lowest wide vision that's been released since um, since uh, not a droids. No, not a droids. Not a, yeah, not. Yeah. These are not the droids you're looking for, which is the last sub 3000 wide vision release, which was back in week uh, four, I believe. Yeah. So that's that's a long time for a wide vision not to be that low. Um, so that's special, and um, and it, it was treated as special. Now that's another one that it took me. I mean, I literally, I spent over a million credits trying to pull one, mm-hmm. and I couldn't believe it. So I'm I'm not looking very good to being able to follow these these uh, <laughs> these these marathons. But luckily, I had some guys owe me, and I was able to pick up a couple extra. So. Um, it's it's a great card and it's a great set. I really can't say more about it. I think most people are big fans of it, and it's trading very well, um, or at least it's valuing it's valuing very well. It's not very it's not trading hardly at all unless you're that lucky guy who got one for a top sixty five. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah I was like that is a good trade. <laughs> that was a good trade. I should try I should try and figure out. Let me go see if I can give him a shout out and and get his name. <laughs> no kidding. So, so, yeah, so they are so beautiful Ray, cards. Cards. Follow any of I'm sorry, what's that? Oh, you, uh, you're you're chopping in and chopping out. So I, I was thinking, uh, were you saying something about? Uh, are you thinking of chasing any of these cards now that we've kind of been going over them, or are you reconsidering that, or? You know, um, with that, I was going to say like the white visions. I really do like the white visions. I like it so much that I'd rather actually get the physical wide vision cards that uh, 
Tops is released. I don't know if you've seen those set, um, sets out in the stores or not. Yeah, you mean the extra wide cards? Yes. You're talking about those? Yeah, I have seen those. Those beautiful cards, really. Yeah. It's really well put together. Go- go- gorgeous card. I saw this one of, like, the executor, the superstar destroyer, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my gosh. That is, like, a beautiful card. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, I see what you're saying. You're right. Physically, uh, those cards would look fantastic as well. Yes. So, um, okay, so so um, I think from a cross-trading, we really can't tell you what the market is on these guys yet because I think we would have to wait for, like, probably – my guess would be probably starting with week two, we'll start seeing a little more fluidity on on the on that. Um, there's not going to be as many people rushing to pick up the week ones. So that means that cross-traders will, will actually be able to get most of these – some of these cards more than they were able to get at least on uh, the first week. Um but uh, so the last, I guess the last one that uh, they did was uh, was was fans' choice, or second to last was fans' choice, and I think they've been trying to experiment on how they want to do fans' choice for the longest time, and I think they chose, you know, they have probably option A, which was series one, and they have option B, which was series two, and they went with it, decided it was a third option, and I think they took the worst parts of each of those options, and they decided to do that for series three. <laughs> what are your opinions on that, Aaron? Because I think you actually want to chase this guy. Yeah, I mean, so for me, I I, I don't think it's that horrible of, of a situation. For 15,000 credits, you're guaranteed a card you know the real issue is going to be is that if you don't choose the the right one, then you know you have to trade for the the fan choice card. But uh, at the same time, if you you know the fan choice one is going to be the the uh, highest count one, and you'll have you know, some rarer ones that uh, you that you have if you didn't choose the fan choice one. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I thought the the card look was fine. I didn't mind, you know, having to pay fifteen thousand for for a card to make a choice. Uh, but I, I think that if as I go along, I keep missing and choosing the wrong one, and I can't trade for the fifteen thousand count because that's what the first one came out to be was a little bit over fifteen thousand count. So, um, so, so which one did you pick? I chose the right one. <laughs> okay, all right. That's so, good. So you, so you're so you're good you're good for first week then. So right. I mean I mean so I guess if everybody sat back and just said okay I'm not really gonna pick up any of these cards until um, maybe the last hour I'm gonna check to see the card counts and I'm gonna pick one then theoretically you could then have um, you could pick all the right ones basically for the for thirty weeks. It's kind of I mean you're kind of taking a chance there, but. You know, but in a, in effect, what happens though is that now you have um, variants of final of fans' choice. You have uh, the goldish looking one that is the one that you pick. Then you have the blue one that is the actual winner, and then you have an award card that will happen if you collect all ten. And then you have a participation trophy that if you just pick up one card, if you just vote one time within each ten weeks, you get another award card. Um, so I, I don't know. To me, what I decided to do was um, I think they just complicated it too much and they made it into something where it's now obvious that you're picking an insert. And I looked at the inserts and I said, you know, do, are these ones I just want in my collection? And I decided with the cost of Prime and Wide Vision, I can do without them. So I for now, mm-hmm. first time in 60 weeks, I've dropped out of fans' choice. Oh, really? Wow. 
I mean, for yeah. for the first round of fan choice, I mean, you know, what, the Mace Window Packs was a thousand count? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'd have to spend, I mean, I would probably say on average five to ten thousand sometimes. Yeah, to, to yeah, get five one. to ten. Yeah, exactly, five so, to ten. So I, right. I, I don't think that, you know, a guarantee of fifteen thousand is, is that hard to deal with. But, yeah, I mean, I would agree with you on one thing. I mean, if, if you have to pick and choose what you're spending your credits on, you know, maybe fan choice is what is what you skip out on. But I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I mean, you should be right. able to trade for for the card if you want to get it. So uh, I, I don't think that anyone who wants to collect fan choice is not going to be able to trade for the card. Yeah, I mean, you're probably right. I mean, it would have to be somebody with multiple accounts, though, because you only get one award card. So right. the, the only way you really would be able to trade for it is if you find a guy that, uh, you know, went across all his accounts and somehow picked the, the right one on each one of them. So, which there will obviously be some people like that. So there's going to be some population of these cards out there. I think to be picked up, yeah, so I, shouldn't be too hard. I, I, yeah, I mean, I, I would be very surprised if all fifteen thousand cards that were released from people voting uh, end up in, you know, fifteen thousand accounts that they're not trading because they're collecting the entire set. I, I, oh yeah, I yeah. think that there's going to be movement on that. So, uh, yeah. so fan choice, you know, maybe since it's the first one, it was a good thing that I, that I picked it up. Yeah, probably a good. It was a good. It was a good yeah. thing to do. You hedged your bets. I decided to just go full Monty. I'm just gonna go cold turkey on it. So I said I intentionally sabotaged my ability to pull it because I just didn't do it. And so now, you know me, I'm like OCD. So like since I don't got it at all, I don't want any of it. So <laughs> I, it's gonna be re- it's gonna be it's gonna be really easy for me not to do them. So so day seven, which is our last marathon. Um, we didn't know there was going to be a marathon. It went the whole day, and uh, it was a Monday, and we didn't know what was going to happen. And then finally, at the end of the day, they released the seventh marathon. So, Aaron, you want to talk about what they did for the seventh marathon? Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I've completely blocked out that seventh marathon. Oh, why? Because is it, is it uh, the medallions? I, I think that's what they're called. <laughs> yeah, yeah, down, so. I, I don't think I'm going to be getting any of them unless uh, I'm looking yeah, at I don't trade think for so one. Either. So, so, the, so the catch is, right? So this is the catch. So, um, so let's take a card that looks a little reminiscent of the Bunker Relics, which were very, very popular. Not. And... <laughs> And, and, you know, let's change it up a little bit. Let's put Darth Maul on it, which, okay, he's a cool character. Let's put the weapon as the relic in the middle. And, okay, that's kind of cool. We like that. We like that double-bladed lightsaber. But let's, but let's now make it a $25 card. And let's say for $25, you can get the base version. You might get the next higher-level version. And you might even get the next higher-level version. But, hey, you know what you also might get? You also might get, instead of any of those cards, you might get any card that didn't sell out during the previous six days or theoretically the previous 14 days or the previous 80 days if Creature still doesn't sell out because I don't think that many medallions sold. So it's possible, and I haven't checked, but Creatures might still not be sold out. So you're going to spend $25 for a card. You might get a card that no one wanted. Yeah, I mean, like like I said, that's just going to be way too out of my comfort zone to even attempt to go for. 
So, I mean, I think the card, again, you know, I, I, maybe I'm just a, a little bit lenient. I mean, we've spoke about how, how uh, lenient I could be with critiquing yeah, you these are. cards. You are very um, lenient. But, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I think that the card, again, looks nice, but... Uh, no, it's a nice enough card. It's a yeah. better better card than the bunker. Right? I That's agree. For sure. it's, it's better than the bunker. Um, yes. But, uh, yeah, I mean, just the mechanics of it, I, I mean, I'm not spending any money trying to get a creature. So. Yeah, I mean, they, what did they do with uh, color color quotes? Color quotes, very first week, they released a $20 paper, paper variant. After week one, it went down to 10 I think it was. Now, that's a good-looking card, and it's a color quote and it's the best it was the best version of the quotes that they had even though all three of them were, were not as good as their first series but it was a color quote and they they had ten dollars and they couldn't even sell those out and it was only 150 count and they couldn't sell those out so what makes they think they're gonna sell out 25 dollar medallion cards mm-hmm. i don't know yeah. what tops is thinking but i see those medallion cards my first thought i was like I, I had a chuckle because all they did was basically copy the medallion cards that they already do for yes. uh uh, the, the baseball, the, and I think the medallion cards are only available in packs from mm-hmm. Toys R Us and Target, if memory serves correctly. Well, yeah, they look exactly like you're right. I mean, it, even in Star Wars, the same way, right? I mean, you have these big—they yeah. uh, aren't hobby boxes; they're like these these power boxes, whatever you want to call them, right? And and you can get them from Target, and they'll come with one medallion in them so I, those are the ones i've been collecting at least for mm-hmm. the, the the tfa ones so these look like very much similar to those but just from maybe a few years back i don't know exactly yeah. what year they originally came from but uh yeah so that's um i just don't know i i i would just hate that after after two weeks we just we find out that they killed a marathon altogether which mm-hmm. they might have with this with this medallion thing so but uh, you know it, it it's a good card. I think that they're going to have to rethink how they're going to deliver the card. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, for me, I think that overall the marathons were the new marathons are a success. I think that uh, the type of cards that they released, uh, the way that they looked, the the designs of them, um, you know, overall the positives are way more than the negatives. Um, no, I don't know. Do you, you don't think they put out too much at one time? Um, no, I, I don't think so. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree with Aaron there. I mean, the fact that whenever we start a new marathon, there is just a, a – I mean, you're going to have seven days of quote-unquote new stuff. Now, uh, the last S2, they they kept some sets, so there wasn't as much transition. So I'll agree with you there, Red. The fact that they went with seven new sets except for Wide Vision and for Fans' Choice. So they, they, are, they are kind of changing things up a lot. But um, uh, I guess I would side more with uh, with Aaron saying that I think generally the, the designs are, are new. Thus, they're fresh, and I mm-hmm. think they're not terrible looking. So I think that there's some, some excitement. They brought excitement back into the app. Um, I just don't know whether or not, uh, at the end of the day, how many how many of these marathons are people going to be chasing? I mean, the, the one that it's, I uh, that I would be really concerned about, and just for, I had the same issue with the uh, a little bit with the armory cards, and also with the elegant weapons set. 
And I feel like whenever they have like that like sort of like fuzzy background where they kind of take like something and sort of make it a little fuzzy behind it, um, like the creatures, I, I just don't like the the way that the creature card looks. Like, well, it looks yeah. like an armory card, right? I mean, it looks just like an armory card, basically. Pretty much. So you have like whatever yeah. the first one is, you just sort of have it like like just slapped on the card, and yeah, with I mean, a little if bit it... of some some you know blurring of graphics surrounding it, and I don't know that that's the one what that I'm most likely to collect. I mean, what if it was a widescreen type of movie scene of the Kota uh, fish? You know, I mean, that could have been a. That, I mean, that could have been something people wanted to do, right? I mean, right now it's going to, like, let's say when they do the, um, oh, the Reek or the, you know, any of those ones from the arena, it's basically going to be that the picture photoshopped onto this crazy background. I mean, how inspiring mm-hmm. is that? I mean, so that's, um, it's, it, you're right. I, I totally see how Creatures is definitely going to be something that'll be kind of the butt end. I joke think, of, of the marathons. I think, I definitely think that that's going to be the one that's going to be least collected. Is yeah. like creatures. Yeah. So, um, that we talked about a lot today. I don't know how much you guys want to. What do? You, what else do you want to talk about? Anything else happening in well, Star Wars or any of the other apps that you want to talk about? Well, we should definitely at least get to some cross trades. I, I don't know if you've done it many. Um, I have. So, so, so that's good. <laughs> I mean, for me, for me, I, I was sort of like the guy, you know, going around saying, you know collecting all of his future investments being like all right you know I was, you got yes. prime you got wide vision awesome thank you <laughs> now so, most of, yes you're right most of my stuff has been that I'll, i i would i would say this week has been much more of a collecting in on debts week versus um starting new business so to speak mm-hmm. um toward the end of the week it's now starting new business now i'm now looking toward trying to establish um, some guy who's maybe going to find me the, the prime this next week, but I did have a couple of cross trades. Um, I can talk about a couple of them and then, you know, you can talk about any that you did, Aaron. Yeah. Well, um, well, well, Red, did you have any, uh, cross trades this week? I'd say probably the best cross trade I had, if this counts as on quid between channels. Sure. Absolutely. Sure. Um, that's a type of cross trade. Yeah. I traded, uh, 288, uh, coexist cards. For two thousand white base cards. <laughs> wow. Okay, so so everyone just so everyone understands, on quid there isn't a max like nine cards for nine cards. You can Correct. do goofball trades like like what Red's doing. Mm-hmm. So so you had the so you had the coexist cards, right? Yes, yes. Okay. And I and I took uh, the other members two thousand white base cards. And let me tell you, that took a while to set. I could only <laughs> imagine how long that could take him to set. And during that time, and during that time, if any one of those cards was picked up in a trade by somebody else or traded while you were setting all that up, you'd have to reset it because it would say that the there's an error message that pops up when you're doing a trade and if something card prints don't match. Right, exactly. Um, So yeah, so wow, that must have been quite unnerving for you to do that. (laughs) Yeah, it took a while, but actually, you know, after that one, all these other trades I've been getting. Pilk by comparison, because I on the average, I'll probably do a trade for maybe like one or two of my cards for anywhere from two to six hundred cards from somebody else. I get mm-hmm. I get maybe one an hour around that, but the two thousand was by far the most. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. How, how, did you even look through all those cards to make sure that they're all correct? 
Oh yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, well, I take that back. All I did was to make sure that I didn't um, set to uh, the highest card count, and that was it, um, because I trusted the person I was trading. Okay, that's that's always good for the two thousand card trades. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, but I mean, that's just the way red rolls, though. I mean, he he doesn't like I said, he doesn't do anything half halvesies. <laughs> no, <laughs> which, no. Which base card did you get? That I get, I got two thousand different white base cards. Oh, two thousand different white base cards. Okay. Yeah, I, I know that you're that you're aiming to get uh, what one thousand of each. Yes, one thousand one thousand of all one hundred and four different base cards. Wow. Which is, I mean, that obviously means that uh, that you're pretty open to, to, to which which is pretty flexible. You're flexible in what you pick up because you need everything. So yeah. that that's that's a lot better than say someone who's trying to hoard one particular character. That means you're you're limiting yourself to only folks who have dupes of that particular character. You're saying, yeah. hey, any dupes or yeah, you know, I'll take them. And because of that, it makes it easier to get people's cards. Like yep. one person today sent me a message. How do you? get so many white base cards what do you do to get them i'm just like and i tell them i just say i want any and all <laughs> that easy so i actually did a quid uh, cross trade today with one of the guys in our in our group um he was looking for a uh, um he was looking for a, a geordie laforge glow which i actually had a dupe of so so I said, hey, take a look at my cards, and then I, I looked at his cards and see what he had. So um, he had some. He had a prime, first of all. So I, I tried going for that one first, but he said he wanted to hold on to that. But I ended up um, getting from him. Um, uh, let's see, I think it was a Vader Grip Vintage from from S one. Um, a couple of other uh, vintages. Um, and a and, a, and an old S1 wide vision, and I ended up giving him just a bunch of. I pretty much looked through all of my uh, Star Trek sets and anything I had a dupe of that he had a need of. I, I went ahead and just threw it in on him. So I ended up getting like four or five cards, you know, you know, vintage wide vision kind of cards, and oh yeah, and another of the droid number one, the Magna Guard. Mm-hmm. So the first of the of the, uh, of the marathon, and uh, and then gave him. Pretty much like I think sixteen dupe cards I had in, in Star Trek, which you know to me was I'm collecting Star Trek. Any dupes I collect in Star Trek are really for for trading for Star Wars for me. So mm-hmm. to me, it was a good trade. I, I think that that was a great trade. That that's awesome yeah. that you got all those cards. Uh, for me on Quid, that's probably my biggest cross trade of the week. Is on Quid, I traded uh, one of those glow cards, one of those glow stickers from Five Nights at Freddy's. And I got uh, a uh, I got a Captain Kirk sticker, the glow sticker. So that's right. like a 500 count sticker. Yep. And uh, I, I got a, a couple of uh, zoo cards and uh, a uh, I think an extra glow, like uh, an Uhura glow maybe. Mm-hmm. But I was happy with that. I mean, even if, I would probably if someone was 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 even uh you know being a real stickler i probably even done one for one the glow for uh for captain uh kirk glow but when it comes down to it everyone wants those five nights at freddy's so yeah you know you can almost get whatever you want from star trek for one of those glows yeah i've traded uh let's see about six of those glows today uh 250 white base cards um per glow wow wow i i 
do you hold some of those over or at least are you still trade you're you're always looking for white right so i oh, i still got some white i'm i i might even give you my singles um for for stuff so um there's just a couple little inserts i need from some of the sets i'll have to take a look at your stuff but yeah, uh, just let me know and i you know obviously one of the things okay as we talked earlier before, you know, how people spam me for trades for glows and stuff. One of the things that I do now is I keep one glow in my main account. And I moved all my spares to another account, which I, you know, only collect coins on. <laughs> so if there's anything particularly need, just hit me up and let me know. Right. <laughs> and and say, hey, yeah, say, hey, do you got anything over there? So, um, yeah. so, so I did do, like I, I mentioned before, I, um, so Red, I don't know if you'd heard, but but on a couple of the earlier um, podcasts, I, like I said, I've been I've been trading the vintage or the, the chop bricks and the Glen vintages, and mm-hmm. I did two big trades. I did one about four weeks ago for a vintage Han. I gave him two um, chop bricks and two Glen vintages and, and mm-hmm. a couple of and a, and a few other stuff, and I got a vintage Han. Then awesome. last week, then last week, I, I basically I got another three chop bricks. And, a, and one Glen Vintage, and I traded them for an Obi-Wan Wide Vision. But then this week I had one last Glen Vintage, and I decided I, I don't want to keep them and hold them and only look for a Vintage on. It's too hard. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to trade them for something. So I found a guy who actually traded me the Vintage on, and I, he asked me about it. And I said, well, I'll take some of those other Vintages you have. So I ended up trading um, – I had an extra Walker Vintage. So I traded a Walker Vintage, which is this week's. And a Glen vintage, and I got um, Tarkin, vintage Tarkin, you know, mm-hmm. S1, um, vintage Jawa, and vintage uh, Tuscan Raider. So, Very nice. And I, so those are three cards that I really like from the early S1, so I decided to do, get rid of my last Glen vintage on that one. So, Jeez, send some of these people with all these Season 1 vintages that are given. Every single person that I talk to for trades for, for Season 1 vintages is like, oh, I'm keeping my Season 1 vintages, man. And, I, like, well, they, and most people that I try trading for my season one vintages, I, I get turned down. So yeah, I know it. it they, most people hold on to them, but I'm I, able to find some guys. <laughs> I, 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 if I, you ask 800 guys for their season one vintages, then someone's going to say yes eventually. <laughs> yeah, eventually. No, you're right. So I'm kind of curious of what's going to happen with Quid when they start releasing these things as uh, second editions. That is How, a very interesting questions you have i don't know what's going to happen yeah because it's either going to raise the value of the first edition a ship is a she or it's going to make it tank <laughs> yeah that's a that's a very good and, and and the thing is is how much how much are a ship is she selling on on ebay right now uh two of them have sold um i cannot confirm or deny that one of those purchases were mine for 25 dollars, okay. and another one uh did sell for 50 so those are the only two that have ever sold on ebay yeah. So, and, 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 you know, I, I don't know how accurate that really is for, because quit is so new. So I, I, you know, it's hard for people to really evaluate it, but, uh, yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's the, definitely the kingship, uh, card of the, of the app and there's only a hundred of them, yeah, but now a hundred of them. Soon. Yeah. Well, I was yeah. Say, there's a hundred of them. I know a person that has eight and I know another person that has 34 of them. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? I'm serious. Wow. There's half of them right there. Wow. Yeah. Are they in our room? Uh, <laughs> one of them is. <laughs> That's so funny. The person with, yeah, the person with eight of them is in our room. 
Okay. I think I know who it is. Uh, okay. So, um, I guess uh, that, that's funny. Yeah. I guess I'm happy that I have one of them. Yeah. You should be. Be. And I got it the old fashioned way. I pulled it like way early in the app. <laughs> it was oh. just barely like a luck shot. So. I, I, feel, I feel bad now. I should go give, I should give my ship a sheet back to the guy I traded for. I gave him like 50, like five nights at Freddy stickers. <laughs> oh no. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> And he was like, oh, you're making it so tempting. And he said, accept. Mm. I was like, I'll give you all my stickers, man. Here, here, take them all. But I'll tell you that, that to me is, out of all the trading card apps, probably the one that's probably, I think, going to create the most value throughout time. Which one? Uh, A ship is a sheet card. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm not a big fan of second edition. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm a little bit nervous for it. I am, too. And I'm just praying that people will start saying, oh, well, yeah, I want first edition. And I kind of wish they didn't do this first, second edition thing, to be honest. Mm. But Yeah, well, you see, it, it, I can almost imagine, though, how it's going to work, right? Like, they're going to finally release it for um, Android around the same time that they release second edition. Because mm. well, timing-wise, it might work out. Well, let me let me uh, let's back that one up because to release second edition, every card in the right. set has to sell. Right. And how, I'm going to how how close are we? I, we're not I'm, very I'm, close, are we? No, we're not close. I'm pulling it up right now as we're speaking. Oops, not Mirror Universe. Uh, Kurt's got to love. So worst case scenario, uh, card twelve still has four thousand nine hundred ninety cards left. Yeah, that's a long time. They're gonna have to just give. They're gonna have. They're gonna have to give those away. Yeah, because nobody buys the packs. Nobody. And And that's that's exactly what they were trying to. That's exactly what they were trying to. They they were realizing it. I mean, it was like two weeks in, and uh, Ships to Sea had twenty four left, and then it had nine left, and there was thousands left of others. So then they said, "We're not selling any more of these." But you know their workaround for that is, don't you? Wednesday, Wednesday wormholes. Oh yes, of course. Right. So you get the wormhole pack, and you can get any card from any set in it. And I, I'm telling you, those packs are gold. If you're going to save coins and get anything, yeah. that is the pack to get. Because I'll tell you, uh, last one that came out, I was pulling lust. I was pulling all of those top cards. Yeah. And all of these stuff from Kirk's Guide to Love, everything. You can open up one pack, and there might be four inserts and, and a couple stickers and glows and things inside it. Okay, okay so so one, warning, one, one caveat to that, okay? The very first wormhole pack that they, that they released, which mm-hmm. is way back, way back when. <laughs> Three there weeks was, ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they um, – when they released it, they mentioned – on the bottom, they said um, Black Divisionaries was a, a separate set that you could possibly pull. And it came to light that when they say Galactic Divisionaries, they they came on, Quid came on and said, oh, it's only those 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 three most um, common ones. Mm-hmm. So, so all I'm saying is this, is that when on the bottom of the thing where it says other sets involved and it shows those sets, even though it mm-hmm. says the set name – there's yeah. no guarantee that every card in the set is in that thing. Correct. Now, the, now, correct. The, now the current wormholes obviously are having those cards because mm-hmm. you start seeing lust pop out and all these other really rare ones, but it it, it, it it's not guaranteed. Mm-mm. It's not. But that's their workaround for those sets that aren't selling yeah. yep. is those wormhole Wednesdays. 
because you yep. do get great stuff in it. It mm-hmm. was great trade bait, great trade mm-hmm. bait for a really good price. Yeah, yeah. I, I got tons of great stuff. I, I got uh, two lusts in the wormhole mm-hmm. this past week, so yeah, that's uh, yeah. 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 So tomorrow I'll be trying to I'll be dropping some coins on the yeah. wormhole. Yep. So, um, okay. So any st- uh, any Star Wars trades? Mm, yeah, I mean I have a ton, but I don't really remember. remember any of them. <laughs> <That's not, laughs> yeah, I mean I, I did I did one, uh, but it was it was with some some minor cards. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I did uh, I got some more of my uh, Rebel cards, and I traded uh, some Walking Dead stuff. I did like two illustrated, uh, two kid cards, and two location cards, and I got uh, um, like Rebel Trooper, three PO, Organa, Tie Fighter, and ATDP Pilot. So, like I said before, this week uh, with the the type of cross trades, it was a little bit light because uh, it, it was uh, IOU collection week. Yes, exactly. So that's, this week was definitely not a good one for for cross trading, just because it was, um, you know, it, it, and 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 the fact is is that the storage people were much more on the take for all of these marathons being released. That most of the cross trader guys didn't really realize these packs were out until after a lot of them were scooped up. Uh-huh. Um, so, which makes sense. I mean, like like I'm not going to know. I'm not going to be right on the when when a new on form releases. I'm not going to be the first guy pulling because the kick guys are. I'm going to learn about it and then I'm going to be there. But but by that time, a lot of them have already been pulled. So it's the same thing with Star Wars. Yeah, actually, I did. I've had one Star Wars trade this week, which is the first in a while. I just traded a bunch of white base for a bunch of white base Star Trek. <laughs> oh. Almost. Hey, that, that's an go. exciting one. There you go. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's a Star Wars quid cross trade right yep, there. It was. Wow. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, you got to – I mean, it's not like you care too much about your white base in Star Wars, but you care mm-hmm. a whole lot about your white base in Star Trek, so it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. no, it worked out well for both of us. They wanted yeah. – yep. So, well, that's awesome. So, um, um, uh, so I guess, uh, um, yeah, Aaron, you want to you like give folks a – um, where they can reach you and stuff, and, and yeah. Red, you can do the same. I know yeah. you've got a, a, way, a lot of ways people can get in touch with you. Yeah, oh, yeah. That, well, well, for for us, you could reach us at Why Work Why Study on Twitter. And uh, Red, why don't you give everyone uh, your information? Oh, okay, for Four Guys in a Comment podcast, of course, you can download us for free, and don't forget to subscribe for us um, on iTunes and Google Play. You can also find us on Twitter at Four Guys in a Comic, as well as. Uh, Facebook at Four Guys in a Comic. We're also on LinkedIn. We're on Instagram. And we're everywhere where fine podcasts are sold. And don't forget, we're down the street at Most Tavern. <laughs> That's awesome. And, and you can find me on Twitter at uh, I'm at MarkB50K. Um, so definitely um, uh, if you're just hearing about this this podcast because of something that uh, Rhett has um, – Red has uh, – um, uh, pointed you to then that's great and uh, go ahead and follow us and ask us any questions uh, we, we always look for new topics to talk about in the cross-trading um realm so if you have any questions on things just send us either a dm on twitter or just a question there or even contact us in game um but we really appreciate it yeah, and thanks and a lot ver- thanks and a lot. vice versa if, if anybody is listening to me for the first time if you have comic book questions hit me up 
Yep. Yeah, they definitely they definitely go into some serious comic book talk. So if you're if you're into comic books at all, and and really if we were had a longer show, I'd ask them a little more about the Star Wars comics. I've been keeping up on all the new ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe next time, well, maybe we could have you on there again. And uh, there we go on here again. We can talk about the st- the comics and stuff. Yeah, definitely, and vice versa. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and uh, so check out four guys in the comic. And uh, definitely uh, keep checking out uh, the Digital X Trader podcast. And uh, who, who's going to who's going to bring us home today? Mark, you want you want to say something uplifting? Yeah, sure. I'll say something uplifting. Okay. Um, send me all your primes. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but, but send me your white base. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But but seriously, be careful out there. Um, have good good fun. Um, happy trading. I may the force be with you. Happy cross trading, and uh, until next time. Until next. Au revoir. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Stay classy, internet. <laughs> <laughs>